If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success. This is episode number 46 and this is Heather Bayer and I'm delighted to be back with you again. And in keeping with just about every episode I've done, here's my weather report. And we've just had, we're down here in Florida on the Forgotten Coast in an RV and actually we've just had probably the wildest uh, weather night I've ever experienced, uh, either at home in the house or here in an RV. And for the last 15 hours, we've gone through numerous tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings, and uh, and we felt a little bit vulnerable at times, sat here in, in a fairly shaky uh, RV while all this weather was going on around us. But uh, but we've come through it and the sun's going to come out again very shortly. And the one thing I was really delighted with while we were going through this is that uh, the internet access went out a couple of times, but I still had mobile devices to keep in touch with people, to actually keep in touch with the, uh, with the um, Weather Network's uh, Tornado app that was uh, was giving warnings every time another one um, appeared uh, on the radar. And it made me realise that how reliant we now are on iPhones and tablets to keep us in touch with the world, which is a great segue into my interview today, which is uh, with Kirby Winfield of Dwellable.com, um, Dwellable's mobile app for, vac- for, the, for the vacation rental industry. is one of the first that's out on a tablet. And, and I downloaded this the other day, and it's, it's just stunning. And I had, it was a great opportunity to talk to Kirby and to hear about the development of Dwellable from the outset and uh, and where the company's actually going. So let's move on to the interview. So I'm delighted to have with me today Kirby Winfield, who is the CEO of Dwellable.com. And, uh, you know, I for one have been on... Uh, been online, looked at dwellable.com on the big screen and just get blown away by the quality of properties on there. But in fact, it's the quality of photographs and the just the standard of the properties. So I'm delighted to have Kirby here and he's going to tell us all about Dwellable, not just about the the website, but about its mobile application. So Kirby, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks a lot for having me, Heather. Uh, I'm pleased to be here. Well, it's uh, it's it's been a while. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time, and I've been, just been watching um, as Dwellable's grown over the past couple of years, and and just see that it, it it just strikes me as being so different from from what we've grown to expect from uh, listing companies. So, first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself and the rest of the team behind Dwellable, and then perhaps we can go on and talk about um, the evolution of the, the website and the mobile app. 
Sure. No, uh, uh, pleased to do it. So, yeah, I, I've been uh, working in in uh, digital advertising and media uh, since really since the first banner ad was sold. Uh, so back in 1996, um, and I've been with a couple companies early on that we've taken public, um, and uh, and then took the last company uh, that I was running and uh, sold it to. Uh, Sold it to a public company, so uh, my my background is sort of taking small things and making them big. Um, and uh, luckily, I'm partnered with Adam Dapelt here, uh, and Adam was the creator of Urban Spoon, which is a pretty popular uh, restaurant app um, and website. Uh, and he's done many other things in the past, but Adam is really the uh, heart and soul of this this company, Dwellable, and it was his vacation from hell, as he calls it, that inspired Dwellable. Um, so he had used uh, uh, one of the traditional listing sites, I won't name names, uh, for a family vacation. And he had ended up uh, in a place that said it was by the beach, but was really by the highway. Um, you know, said there was a spa, it was broken. Uh, there were vermin in the, in the house. Um, just kind of, you think of everything that could go wrong. Uh, with a vacation rental, and, and, and all of it did. Uh, but when he went back and, and looked at the listing, uh, you know, the the photos had been sort of hard to make out, uh, and the reviews uh, were all very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to submit uh, a review afterwards, um, and it was a negative review, and what happened was uh, it didn't get posted. And so he said, you know what, um, I can, we can do better than this. There, there's, there's got to be a way that we can, uh, that we can show properties in their, in their true light, um, and, and not leave anything, anything hiding behind the corner. Uh, and so really that's how Dwellable was born. And, you know, and, and the focus has always been on really big, beautiful photos, um, that lets you really get a sense for the place that you're going to be staying in. Um, and as well as a review policy where, um, owners cannot, uh, remove bad reviews. They can certainly reply to them, but they cannot remove them. And we will not allow people to take listings down and repost them to get rid of bad reviews. So mm-hmm. that, that, that was kind of the genesis of Dwellable. I love hearing stories like that. You know, the, 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 the bad, the, the vacation gone bad, but then people, some, somebody doing something that's so positive to, to make a change in, uh, in the industry. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the reasons I decided to join the company here. Um, you know, which was just about a year and a half ago. Uh, you know, I, I was looking from from the outside in, um, and as someone who's been traveling on vacations with my family for 15 years and, and renting via a lot of the traditional sites, um, you know, I was I was blown away by just the the experience of discovery on Dwellable, um, and that's that's why I, I joined the company as CEO. I, I um, it, it's it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to believe, but you know, for for a long time, um, it, it it would take you know hours, if not days, of hunting um, uh, across these websites with very small photos and and a ton of white space uh, mm-hmm. to find to find a great place to stay. As, as someone who's always on the go, uh, I actually first used Dwellable on my iPhone, um, and really the cool thing was, you know, I can only see ten listings at a time, but they happen to be listings with big photos. And, and I was able to sort to what I wanted quickly and actually find a place to inquire about. And now, <laughs> believe it or not, I, uh, 
I haven't stayed in a hotel in a year and a half. Uh, I only stay in uh, places I book through Dwellable, uh, which I'll tell you what, if you want to see, you know, the good and the bad of any product that, that you're running, uh, use, make yourself use it a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're big believers in eating our own dog food, so to speak. So it's been a really fun ride so far. Well, I wanted to talk about the evolution of vacation rental marketing because, you know, I've been in the business for around 17 odd years now. And, and I can recall, you know, I'm, I'm going back to the times when we booked from classified ads in the newspaper or in, in our area in Ontario, we used to get a, a catalogue uh, every year and everybody waited for this catalogue to come out and it had the most grainy black and white photographs and the, all the abbreviated text, you know, 2BD, 1BR, waterfront, and that's how we chose a vacation rental. And then, of course, we moved on into um, the the basic listing sites. And then the big listing sites came on board and began to swallow all the others up. And now we're moving into something else, which I'm sure everybody knows as mobile. But for my generation, and I'm you know ha- a happy boomer, we're not as comfortable with booking a vacation via an iPhone or an iPad. We still tend to stick with uh, with websites. And I think there are some people out there who still long for that day of the old catalogue. Um, can you just tell me how you feel that's going and how, how it all fits in with the demographic of guests today and the demographic of owners? Sure. So th- there's a lot packed into that question. Um, <laughs> oh, I, yes. I guess... I guess the first uh, the fir- the first thing that came to mind when you mentioned you know newspaper advertising and, and print advertising is a survey that we did last year of property managers and owners, um, and and one of the results that came back was mobile is actually a higher source of uh, of of new leads for bookings than than newspaper uh, and brochure. Uh, I think for the first time ever um, as of last year, and so. You know, you're right that it's coming on strong. At the same time, uh, you're also right that uh, that you know print and web media are not going anywhere anytime soon, um, and that there's they're really I think for owners um, and users uh, demographically, you just need to make sure that you're covering all your bases. Um, you know, I think that there are a couple of, of factors that are driving you know the growth in mobile. Um, you know, one is, um, from a, from a traveler perspective, clearly you have folks who have had, you know, mobile phones in their hands since they were 12 years old are now in their, you know, mid to late twenties and starting to have disposable income. Um, and they're, they're going to be a little bit more comfortable naturally, um, using their phone for discovery and, and, you know, contacting owners, um, on the owner side, you know, um, the, the focus right research shows that. I think there's something like 25% of vacation homes are owned by uh, folks who've purchased them in the last two years. Um, and so as the owner demographic shifts to be more likely to be mobile native, um, you know, we do, we do think that, you know, folks are going to have a higher demand for, uh, for really beautiful representation of their homes on mobile devices. And, you know, if you own one house, um, or two houses, you may not, you may not want to invest in building your own app. Um, you may want to rely on someone like Dwellable, who's um, who's in all the app stores. Um, we're actually the only vacation rental company with an iPad app, um, and 
and you know rely on or or or, or, or there are others out there one or two um, but rely on folks who whose business it is to make beautiful experiences on mobile um, to to display your homes and and so you know I I, I, I kind of look back and it's similar to what happened when you know when internet advertising was created uh, there were two kinds of um, print media entities out there that you know that t- that approached the web very different ways and what one kind was the kind that moved online with you know with alacrity and and speed um and the other kind was the kind that denied that online was going to you know, have an impact and i think you probably saw it in the vacation rental space too and denial uh is not is not a great strategy <laughs> no but we we still see so much denial though um you know i i experience it all the time when i'm talking to to uh, to owners you know we've we've got to get a grip and move into into the future and not be so rooted in the past so you know i i i love this idea that that people are now booking uh, or or seeing their vacations on a mobile device and and soon i guess they're going to be able to book online through dwellable as well am i right Yes, we're just in the early stages of rolling out our, our booking engine, um, and so uh, you know, in the next in the next little while here, we'll be pushing it out to the mobile devices as well. And you know, I think that to sort of double back on that on that mobile demand front, one one thing one one stat I saw recently, uh, and I think it was from uh, HomeAway, um, is that searches for vacation rental uh, related search terms. Uh, on the PC or on the desktop, only grew one percent from uh, from 2013 to 2014. At the same period, mobile searches for vacation rental terms grew 40 <laughs> percent. So, so, so there's definitely a shift on, and um, and and uh, you know, it doesn't mean leaving things behind. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. not having a website, but. Uh, but certainly, certainly that's happening. Well, that that's huge. That that's got to be a huge motivator in itself. Yeah, there's no question. You know, we hear all the time from from users of the apps. The thing they like about it is uh, is that it's fast and easy to find a home um, uh, when when they're on the go. I mean, you do it. Really, is a different use case. Um, if you're installing an app on your mobile phone, it's likely that you're very urgently trying to find something um, that you really have a high intent of discovering and inquiring and booking. Um, whereas, you know, if you're daydreaming um, at your home office or at your office office on your PC, um, we see people spend, you know, 45 minutes on the website and that's great. Um, but on, on the on the mobile devices, you can see session times that are under 10 minutes. Um, and at the same time, uh, people convert to inquiries and bookings at twice the rate on the mobile device as they do on the PC. So it's it's and that's just numbers that we see. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely eye opening and uh, and uh, you know that's that's what's got us really excited to push the, the booking engine out. Well, I downloaded uh, the app on my iPad. Uh, yesterday and it, it really is beautiful it's it's just it, it sort of draws you in just I probably spent a good 
40 minutes myself just just exploring and doing you know the armchair stuff but on the iPad rather than you know what I would normally do is on a website so you know that it it was lovely so going on to that I you know I did see a lot of differences in the listings there are some that have the fabulous photographs and there are others where I'm thinking oh yeah they're they're, they're not they're not sort of coming up to that standard they don't have that same uh, same same photo impact so I'm, I'm assuming that great photos make a great listing what else will make a a really good listing on Dwellable? So there are a number of different aspects that we factor in and we've got something called a quality score uh, that really helps us sort out where to put the listings um, in the results set. Um, So, you know, unlike some places, it it really doesn't matter if, you know, we don't, people can't, people can't pay us for placement um, and uh, we're not selling advertising. Mm -hmm. So, so it really is about, you know, what is the highest quality listing? Because at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're a traveler first, you know, vacation rental company. We're not building, um, property management software, uh, or really selling solutions to, you know, owners and property managers. We're very much focused on just creating a great environment for you know, travelers to find what they need quickly. And so, um, all that stated, you know, big, beautiful photos, high resolution photos have a high influence on your quality score. Um, original descriptions, have a very high influence. Um, social signals, so whether uh, whether there are Facebook likes um, of your page on Dwellable, those are some things that factor in. Reviews are, are clearly important as well. Um, so those those are kind of the the, the main influencers. Uh, and then then one thing that that's going to I think emerge as being critical as we roll out bookings is response time. Um, so I think there's some numbers out there that something like 75% of inquiries to HomeAway don't ever garner a response, which seems which seems absurd. But we, we certainly see that challenge, maybe not at the same level, but but on Dwellable as well. And so we're going to you know we're going to sort of reward uh, owners and property managers who um, who respond quickly um, because that's you know they always say. Uh, that you know, past performance can be a good indicator of uh, of future results. So, so how would an owner know what their quality score was? Uh, they can log into their Dwellable account, and it's right there on the dashboard. We actually uh, show the quality score for each of those different um, aspects that I mentioned, and um, and link them off to an area of of the dashboard where they can optimize. Um, the photos, for example, um, if their quality score on that is low. Okay, and what about let's say social signals? You you, you mentioned Facebook. So so what happened? What would happen? Let's let's say I've got a property on there, and and I have um, a Google Plus page. I've got a Pinterest page where I'm posting lots of photos, and I, I've got a lot of followers on that Pinterest page, but I don't do Facebook. So you can still uh, share your dwellable page. Um, via email or Pinterest or any other platform with with your followers or with your with your guests, and we've seen owners will kind of send a blast out um, and ask their guests to like their page on Dwellable. Um, so it doesn't even require having a Facebook account per se. Okay, but that that would you you'd st- you could still score on the social signal um, that's area. Right. That that that's correct. Yeah, it's about it's about how much social traction you get on your Dwellable page, as oh. opposed to on your own website. 
And you mentioned you mentioned reviews. So if it, it seems a bit chicken and egg to me, if you if you start up and you don't have any reviews, so you're not going to have that factored in to a quality score until you've got your reviews built up. So you're going to be lagging behind com- competitors until then. Uh, yeah, it can be a chicken and the egg issue, and you know uh, we've seen. Dwellable's only been around for a couple of years, and so really it's been recently that we've seen more traction with uh, customer reviews. Uh, and what I, what, I'll, what I will say is that we often have owners and property managers who have repeat guests who've stayed in their properties over the years um, who may submit a review to Dwellable. And the key is that you know we're really concerned with the authenticity of the review and not as much whether that uh, review comes from a user who found the house through Dwellable, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it certainly seems that over the last few years, and I, I've noticed this, you know, having been in the business such a long time, that uh, that I remember when Flipkey, I think it was Flipkey that really first came out with reviews, and there was there was just huge arguments backwards and forwards on all the forums about how awful it was that people could post things that were bad and you couldn't take them off, and. And, and it's quite amazing how over a very short period of time, we've all become very comfortable with reviews and, and how important they are. So, so I, you know, I can certainly understand how that is built in to, um, to any sort of, uh, you know, quality score factoring. Tell me about, um, I, I, I run an agency. I've got over 200 properties in my agency. Um, but I also know and in a lot, there's a lot of people out there with their, who are managing their own properties. You're, you're integrating both agency managed properties and individually owned properties into Dwellable. That's correct. Yeah. The, the key for us, again, is to create you know, the best experience for the traveler that we can. And you know, in a lot of cases, um, you know, myself as a traveler, I've stayed in owner, owner managed properties and professionally managed properties. And, you know, there can be, you know, benefits and, and drawbacks to both approaches. And at the end of the day, they're not all created equal on either side. Um, you know, and so we kind of want to put, um, put them all into the mix and, and sort of, you know, let the best, uh, let the best properties win, if that makes sense. So, so do, um, do visitors to the app and to the site know that they're going to be um, transferred back to an individual or an agency? Yeah, that's that's made very clear. Um, you know, over time, as we as we move um, move the properties over to our booking platform, you know, one thing that that will be interesting is to see what the adoption of bookings um, is by the by the individual owners um, and by the agencies, because clearly one of the things that you know that that needs to um, Someone needs to have the um, the ability to confirm a booking within 24 hours. Uh, we have a pretty high standard in terms of turnaround time, um, and you know clearly uh, property management firms that are staffed up, you know, to respond to things seven days a week may have an advantage there. Um, and so, you know, we're still working through some of the details with regards to uh, to the owner side of things. Uh, you know, everything from sort of setting up a, a setting up a, a, a way for us to pay funds directly into the owner's bank account, um, et cetera. So they're, the, you know, the devil's in the details, um, but, uh, but our mission is always to you know, create the most choice and, and the, best, the best sort of array of solutions for the traveler, and, and owners are always going to be a, a, a big part of that. And so it's just um, evolving the model 
and 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 making sure that we you know bring everyone along. Mm-hmm. Now, at the moment, um, listing on Dwellable is is free. How how is the monetizing uh, going to go in the future? Yeah, so we've got a real simple model, and it, it probably sounds familiar if you followed some of the other uh, newer entrants into the, the uh, alternative lodging space, we'll say. Um, we do charge a service fee to the traveler, and we, at this time, are, uh, are charging no commission to the owner on a booking. Um, there is, you know, there's, there's obviously a transaction fee that the credit card processor charges, uh, but besides that, there's no charge. Um, to accept a booking from Dwellable. Is that going to change in the future or is, is this something that will, is, is the it's, plan for it to stay the same? Uh, what we're saying right now is, is you know, as we go to market, as we bring on um, sort of our initial partners, we want to make sure we lock those people in um, to that to that arrangement mm-hmm. for, uh, for, for a certain period of time. Um, I, would, I would imagine that, you know, we need to stay open to, um, to eventually levy, levying a fee, but we're a small company. We're early on, and we just want to make sure we can sort of prove our value to uh, to owners and property managers, uh, and and hopefully that means over time they'll be happy to uh, to evolve with whatever model makes sense for us in the market. But uh, but yeah, initially there's no fee. So uh, what what do you do about um, phishing and potential for fraud? Because I know that this is this is a huge thing for the. Uh, so certainly for HomeAway, when I was at the HomeAway conference a year or so ago, that that was just such a major issue. Having having been in the internet advertising business and, and the search engine advertising business in particular for quite some time, um, I can tell you that you know the fraud there far outweighs the fraud we see you know in the vacation rental space. I think some some estimates say that you know between fifteen and twenty percent of all. Uh, of all clicks on on uh, on search engine ads are fraudulent or bot driven. Some of the estimates on banner ads is it's up to forty percent. So that's you know well into the tens of billions of dollars in in fraudulent uh, fraudulent business. Uh, I think that the problem is certainly you know certainly for anyone who 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 gets defrauded, that problem is huge. As a percentage of the overall transactions in the industry, uh, yeah, it really it really doesn't start to approach the level of uh, of what I've seen, um, so that stated, I've also, you know, been involved in initiatives uh, with the Internet Advertising Bureau to, to help prevent fraud, and um, and a lot of the best practices from there, I think, can be ported over to vacation rentals. Um, you know, the first is you really want to have a strong uh, algorithmic approach to evaluating um, evaluating traffic, um, and then evaluating actual inquiries. Um, you want to have a, uh, a human aspect where you're evaluating, uh, you know, the, the sort of proclaimed, um, identity of an individual. And then, you know, on the flip side, when you work with suppliers, you want to make sure that you have a strong verification process to, uh, in, in place to, you know, triangulate the location of the house with the location of the owner and the, and the recorded ownership, um, and the contact information for those as well. Um, so, you know, the, the other thing I think we learned the hard way in, in advertising is um, the more you tell people about your methods for detecting fraud, the more they'll, you know, use those methods against you. So, um, so, so we, but, but it's definitely something that we're, we're really, uh, 
we're really focused on and proactive about, especially as a small yet growing company. Uh, the last thing we can afford is to to uh, to run into problems with that. I mean, we're a small company, and we we ran into an issue a year or so ago where uh, one of our listings was scraped and uh, and put on a Kijiji. It is in in Canada, but it would be a Craigslist type of um, type of site in the US. Right. And right. and the first thing we know is that. Um, is that somebody calls us and says they've you know where's where's the information pack for this property? We have heard nothing about these people, and they lost fourteen hundred dollars, which was really really sad. Um, but nothing we could do about it. But you know it's it's one in. I mean we do two thousand plus rentals every year, um, and haven't had one of those for two years. But of course, if it hits one person, the media just jumps on it like. Uh, you know, like like it's the biggest news story, and uh, and and that d- that that does bring a a damper really on the industry as a whole. And I, you know, just hate to hear about it. Yeah, I was I was shocked when I when I first started working in this business. I set up um, my Google alerts uh, uh, on very various search terms um, related to our business, and one search term was you know obviously going to be vacation rentals, and. It, it seems like every other day, one of the results that I get in my inbox on the search vacation rentals is for a, a case of fraud. So, you know, it's certainly a headline grabber, um, and it's certainly really impactful to the individuals that that suffer it. And so, you know, we feel like um, we feel like we we can do you know what we can do all we can do on our end. Um, the biggest thing that we can do is really advise people to use credit cards mm-hmm. um, and to and to you know and to and to do their own sort of check, make sure they reach out and and, and connect with the person and and get some you know, confirmation of, of identification. Um, and and if it's too good to be true, it probably is, right? That's the that's the other piece of advice. Well, well, this is it, and this is uh, you know. I- I've done interviews myself where I've talked about this, and it really is education for the uh, for the travelling public on on how they do it, um, which is just what you said. So, when I was looking at the um, at the app yesterday, the one thing I saw on there that I've never seen on any other listing site was a method of choosing your week and then seeing all the properties that were available in that week. Now, I know it's, I did I saw it wasn't available in every area. But I just happened to be looking at, I think, um, Great Exuma in the Bahamas. And I was able to pull up every property that was advertised there and see their availability calendars all in one place. Am I right that that's pretty unique? Yes. And Adam will be so happy to hear that you uh, called that out. That is one of his his favorite innovations. Um, so, yeah, the... the uh, the cross the cross property uh, sort of booking calendar comparison is yeah. unique in the, it is unique in the industry, um, and you know and again it comes from the experience that I think we've all had of um, of trying to figure out you know amongst amongst a group of houses in an area uh, you know when when are they when are they available and you know traditionally you would have to kind of go cut and paste twenty URLs into an email so that you could go back and visit them later. Um, or more likely just, you know, forget to do that and then go back and try to guess, um, and open up, you know, 10 browser tabs. And, and so, yeah, the concept behind that, uh, that calendar functionality is to, is to, again, make it faster and easier to get the answer you want. 
Well, it's uh, in, in our own agency website, we have one of those calendars that just lists every property and, and the whole month. So because that's, that's how people tend to book. They know what weeks they want and you want to see what's available for that week. And those pages on our own website are the most visited pages. <laughs> Uh, that's that's really that's really interesting to hear. That's uh, uh, our founder will feel very vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you know, I, I'm, and I think a, a lot of us here in in the industry, we, we we do this all the time. We're searching for our own vacation rentals, so so we know what we what what works for us and what doesn't, and that's just 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 something that really works for me. So, if somebody wants to um, list with you, and they're listing on other sites. What do you recommend that that they do first? What is the most important thing that they should bring to Dwellable for their listing? You know, the most important thing we could tell someone who's, who's going to add a rental on Dwellable is don't worry about the size of your photo being too big. <laughs> uh, talk to your photographer. Go through, go through your, uh, your, your original files of, of, of photographs and um, we can handle any size photograph. We'll we'll figure out how to make it fit. Um, but what what we constantly see is is owners um, and managers who have the all these wonderful photos somewhere, but they've been told by their web development company that the photos are too big, and so they shrink them down, and they end up with this file full of you know of photos that uh, that could be great, <laughs> uh, but have been. Have been uh, sort of have been sort of dumbed down for the for the platforms that are out there. Uh, so I, I think the number one thing is get you know gather your biggest, best, brightest photos. Um, sort of don't worry about what you've done elsewhere before, um, and, and because that's really the 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 sort of you know the number one uh, the number one benefit of the way that we lay the the properties out. Um, and so if you uh, you know, if you go to dwellable.com slash add, A-D-D, slash where, W-H-E-R-E, um, that, is, uh, that is where you add a rental. It's a four-step process. And, uh, and, and, you know, at this point, it's still completely free. Um, and so, uh, like I said, bring your big photos and, uh, and, and, and maybe, you know, tweak your description a little bit. Um, and... Uh, and and you can join the uh, you can join the dwellable crew here. So if uh, if there are, are uh, people with multiple properties, maybe small agencies, uh, do they have to go and upload each one individually, or do you have uh, a method um, of helping them upload them in another way? Uh, yeah, when it, when it gets to be too onerous for for people to upload things individually, we have a number of different ways to work together. Um, you know, for the technically inclined, we have. Um, we have an API that they can uh, that they can write to. Um, otherwise, uh, we can do uploads um, in a number of different ways. And so, you know, the easiest thing to do there is just to email us uh, contact at dwellable.com, um, and we'll get our uh, we'll get our staff on it. Um, you know, we we uh, I don't think we've ever uh, not listed a, a property. Um, just because it was too hard for the person to upload, so we'll, we're always we're always very much hands on with that. Excellent. I think I know where I'm heading. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's next for the platform, Kirby? What um what what comes in the next five years? I'm glad. Really glad you asked. We've been talking a lot about that, 
And, you know, I think one of the things we've seen as as mobile has grown and as people are actually starting to really spend money on, on their mobile devices. I mean, in the travel space, it's gone from a billion dollars in the U.S. three years ago to $40 billion last year. Um, so, you know, the idea that people are scared to spend, you know, good chunks of money on their mobile devices is just not not holding up. Um, so as we see that, and what we get excited about is that, you know, trying to solve some of the bigger problems for vacation rentals. And, you know, one of those, as I mentioned before, is really the, the connectivity between the device, uh, sorry, between the guest um, and the owner or property manager and, and the turnaround time to get an answer when you want, when you want one about, about a property. Um, and so I think there are ways where we could really help increase the connection and, um, you know, potentially it's as simple as you have your dwellable profile in your phone, uh, you see a house you like, you swipe against it, and, and the property manager or owner has that same app, um, and it buzzes in their pocket and tells them to jump on and, and, and get an answer to the guest. Mm-hmm. And then you so, so you go from a 72-hour, 48-hour, 24-hour turnaround time to something that looks a lot more like a hotel where it's happening, you know, in, in seconds, if not minutes. Um, so I think we get excited about, you know, technologies that will allow us to do that. Um, you know, I think we're excited about making payments more safe and secure and, and quick. And with, uh, you know, Apple's iOS 8 release, um, we're going to have the ability to uh, allow folks to book their and pay for their vacation rental using Apple Pay. Um, and so, you know, coming down the pike um, when, as we launch bookings onto the mobile platforms, you know, um, making payments easier faster and more secure is also a big deal for us. Um, but yeah, you know, I think if you look out this, this industry is going to, is going to, we're not going to recognize it in five years. Um, you know, HomeAway did a great job of, of sort of aggregating a lot of, you know, a lot of the early websites and really, um, really helping, you know, helping owners and, and property managers understand how to market on the, on the internet. Um, you know, Airbnb is doing a great job of, introducing a whole new generation of travelers to the idea that they don't need to stay in a hotel. Um, and I think the next great company in vacation rentals is going to be one that sort of takes what those companies have, have achieved and, and builds on it to create, you know, to create a mobile uh, or to create a device agnostic, you know, vacation rental marketplace that, that has really solutions for every kind of traveler, um, whether they want to book from a PC, a tablet or, or their watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens and uh, you know it's it's certainly a really exciting time and I think it's very early too for the industry so uh, so we're, we're we're feeling we're feeling excited about it. I I, th- I think th- these are such exciting times for the industry and uh, I I just love every minute of it and just watching it grow. Kirby, it's been absolutely fantastic talking with you. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, my email address is Kirby, K-I-R-B-Y, at dwellable.com, and I'm uh, at dwellable on Twitter. So uh, those are probably the two, the two places. I, uh, I, if I'm awake, I'm on one of, one of two of those platforms. Um, so, so look forward to hearing from folks, and, uh, and thanks, Heather, for taking the time to talk with me. This is uh, this is. This is this has been a dream for since I got into the vacation rental industry. So uh, thanks for making it come true. Well, I've really enjoyed it, and um, hopefully, going to be talking to you um, soon. Are you at VRMA in, uh, at the end of the month? 
Yep, absolutely. I will see you there for sure. Well, I'll drop you a line and we'll make sure to carve out some time. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heather. Take care. So thank you, Kirby, so much for taking the time to talk to me. That was a superb insight into Dwellable and into the world of um, mobile communication. I talk, call myself a dinosaur. I suppose I'm not really. I've been adopting new technology for the past, uh, you know, as, as really as fast as it comes along. But um, I, I sometimes think that it's it's moving faster than I have the capacity to take it on board. But I really am trying. But in indeed, the whole issue of guests using their mobile devices to do their search is it's so important, and we really need to uh, take this into account when we post a listing or or when we put a, a new website up to make sure we're using a responsive theme and that sort of uh, all all those sort of things that we should be considering. So that brings us to the end of another episode. And just before we uh, before I sign off, I'd just like to take the opportunity to thank all those people who responded to our latest email that I sent out earlier this week. And, and I was asking the question about whether the one podca- podcast a week and two blog posts was, was just right. Was it enough? Were you happy with the email broadcast we're sending out? And, uh, and I really appreciate those of you who did take the time to, to let me know your feedback. Now, Mike and I are going to be taking on board all the feedback. We may change the way we're doing it, but it seems that most people are pretty happy with with our schedule of posting and podcasting and emails at the moment. So we may just as well keep it the same. And for those of you who did uh, send me an email, I have responded to everybody personally. So thank you once again. So for now, that uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And as ever, if you have a comment to make on anything that Kirby said or anything really about the whole issue of mobile technology please leave a comment in the space below the show notes. If you go to cottageblogger.com forward slash VRS046, that will take you to the show notes. And if you scroll all the way down, you'll find a place to uh, leave your comment. While you're down there at the bottom of that page, you'll also see a link to our iTunes page. And if you go over there, I'd really love it if you'd leave us a review and, and let us know what you think of the podcast. It's, uh, it's always great to hear from our listeners. So thank you once again. And, uh, and as I sign off, the sun is coming out and, uh, and it looks like a wonderful rest of the week here in Southern Florida. So I will be seeing you again very, very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.